If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello, episode six here. (laughs) I don't know when I'm going to stop doing the little noise. Just... (laughs) Like I'm still shocked I'm doing a podcast and I'm doing it every week. Shock horror. Um, it is now definitely October. I've got my Halloween collection. If you haven't seen it, my little pumpkin heads. They're really cute. And I'm really proud of them, actually. I recorded a reel with me and Jackson, uh, who's my son, actually making the scary face face. <laughs> the scary face pumpkin head. That's right. And he loved it. He was so involved with it. And if you haven't seen the collection, the Pumpkin Heads is all about celebrating Halloween without wasting your pumpkins and getting your toddlers involved. So, yeah, Jackson's been quite involved with the business this week, actually, because he spent the day with me on Friday laying next to me in our bed because he puked all over the floor, which was wonderful. Poor little love. But I did manage to do my tax return. And in this episode, I talk about the fact that I was supposed to have it done by the end of September. So I'm very proud of myself. I've actually managed to get it done. And if you are in that situation, if you're a small business and you haven't done your tax return, or when it's done, it's the best feeling. And it's never, it never, ever, ever takes as long as you think it's going to, ever. So I managed to do it with a toddler sitting next to me. So I advise try and get it done if you haven't. This episode is really good. Um, I should talk about that, really. <laughs> this episode features Shell from Mermaid and Dinosaurs. I've been mates with Shell for a little while on Instagram, and she does really make me laugh. And as you can tell from this episode, we spend literally the whole time laughing. She's hilarious. We get on really well. Uh, But we do talk a lot about small business, about the fears that you have on a daily basis, because you face that fear of handing your notice in and then all these other fears happen. But you just every day you face a fear and keep going. And we have a lovely conversation about boy bands. I would like to hear if you've got any time to email me or leave a message or DM me, whichever way you prefer to communicate. If you didn't like take that an E17 when you were seven or eight years old what music did you listen to maybe oasis and blur now i'm thinking about it because that was quite big then but boy bands there was only really 17 and take that when you know so you have to be about 36 now to understand what i'm talking about i suppose anyway i digress this episode is a good one and while i have my friend bex's little voice in my head i must remind you I am, I do have my Patreon. If you would like to support the podcast, the link is in the show notes. And the show notes, if you're not familiar with podcasts, the show notes is the description bit at the bottom under the title of the podcast. Uh, also, I do have an Instagram for No Rest for the Vivid where I share the new episodes. So go and follow that so you can keep up to date. If you want to get to meet know me a little bit better, I've got my main Instagram, my Vivid Why one. And also, I am going to be launching some coaching and mentoring programs soon. There is a little bit of information on my website, and I have got an Instagram being set up. I'm working on the launch this week and next. 
I'm not quite sure when it's going to launch. Um, if you are a wire artist, there's a specific program for you as well. Um, but I have been coaching a few clients over the last couple of months. And I've decided that I do want to do a little bit more of it. The wire art's going nowhere, though, guys. Don't worry. I can't give that up. Blooming hell, it's the best. And I can't give this up either. I've just got to find another 24 hours in the day, and then I'll be all right. Anyway, I'm going to stop wanging on now and let you listen to the episode. Hello, Shell. Hello. <laughs> Hello, darling. Are you all right? Yes, thanks. Are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Are you nice and comfy? I am. Yeah, yeah. snuggled up in the living room. I am definitely. Oh, lovely, lovely! I'm so excited that you're on today, and um, you're feeling a little bit nervous. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. First That's podcast, good. but it'll all be good. And but you're facing the fear and doing it anyway. Exactly. There you go. That's the whole point <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> That's the whole uh, thing of running a business as well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. well, that's what we're going to talk about in a minute. So for people that don't know who you are, Shell, do you want to, you know, say a little bit about who you are? Where'd you come from? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a TV show. Um, so uh, I make personalised jewellery. Everything's all handmade by myself. So I make my discs, I make my rings. I make everything from scratch and everything's all made to order. So I have my range of products that I sell and my collections, but then people can obviously change it up, switch it out and kind of create their own, really. And your business is called? Oh, my business is called... (laughs) Love that. Mermaids and dinosaurs. I love it. Where did the name come from? Um, I don't know. I mean, when I first started setting up, I thought I don't want something that's just called Shell's Jewellery. I wanted something that was a bit different, that stood out, wasn't necessarily related to what I was doing as such. Um, I love mermaids to the point that I've got a massive mermaid tattooed on my side. Have you? Um, oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, and I obviously pushed that love of mermaids onto Maya when she was born. <laughs> and then Aiden is obsessed with dinosaurs. So I thought, you know, you start the business with the kids in mind to obviously work flexibly around them. Um, so I thought, why not name it after them in a roundabout way? So mermaids and dinosaurs. I love it. But your logo yeah. and everything is obviously the M and the D. Um, yeah, because so- I thought I don't want it to look childish. That was mm. my other thing. So, I mean, there has been times where I've questioned it and I've thought, is it right? Will it put people off? But then every time I've asked people, they've all said, no, we love it because it's different and we remember it. So it's stuck and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And your jewellery is stunning. Um, just you. before we started recording, I was saying that I've, I've had the necklace, one of the necklaces I have of yours for on for like a whole weekend just because I forget to put it on even though I love it so much and I have on this is the disc one you made me and it's got uh walk with the dreamers on it so I had that That's all right. written and then my other one was the silver balls is that what you call it it's not you don't call it uh, the dome necklaces dome necklaces yeah dome. and I had um Jackson's and Dan's uh, initials put on with 23 because 23 is our magic number Oh. Yeah. yeah it's really weird I did wonder what that was to be fair so we, we are, yeah our first date was on the 23rd of March we got married on yeah. the 23rd of October so that we, we pre-planned that really but if yeah. you add up Jackson's birthday it becomes 23 oh wow yeah and he loves Michael there Jordan 23 so 20 it's really like Dan adores the number 23 anyway but yeah 
There you go. That's fine. Good. There you go. Okay. So how did you get into jewellery? Like, where did it all start? Were you good at all of that kind of stuff at school? Um, I've always liked being a bit creative and crafty and what have you. And then um, it was when I was on maternity leave with Maya and I thought I need to do something that I can get creative with. Yeah. So um, I decided to, I think I literally had £500 to my name and spoke to Craig and I basically brought a kit to start making fingerprint jewellery. So I started making fingerprint jewellery. So I'd watch loads of videos and just playing around and practising and that's where the jewellery making kind of started. Obviously, I've moved on from that now. I still can do the fingerprint jewellery, but I tend not to. I tend to stick to, obviously, what I'm what I'm doing now. And it's just kind of evolved. I've kind of dipped in and out of it. So I started, as I say, when I was on maternity leave with Maya. Then I came off a bit because I went back to work full time. At the time, I was working for L'Oreal, so it was a really high-pressured job. Oh, wow. What did you do and for L'Oreal then, then? So I was an account exec for them. So wow. I was in field sales. So I would go out to all the different hairdressers selling all the L'Oreal products and colours and everything else. Yeah. God. It was amazing, to be fair. It was amazing. I loved it. But it just got too much when I had the kids. So you started, so you went back to work full time. When did the jewellery come back up then? Uh, so it probably came back up when Aiden was about two, I would say about right I think it is I think it was about two and then I started hand stamping jewelry so I was buying discs in and I was stamping them and then I got to a point and I thought if I'm going to do this I'm not just going to buy jewelry in and stamp it and sell it I want it to be properly handmade Mm. so then I taught myself how to cut the discs out then I taught myself how to make rings then I taught myself how to make bangles then I taught myself how to make earrings and it just kind of grew and grew and grew um and then it went from the kitchen table to a little workshop that I brought for the top of the garden. Um, and yeah, and it just obviously then meant I could get like big polishing machines and different tools and stuff like that, which could then obviously expand my range. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Mermaid and Dinosaurs officially started when you were on maternity leave with Maya then? Is that when you um, had the name or was it after that? I did have the name, um, but I wasn't really like yeah I suppose was Aiden just, wasn't was even born then to... was he Aiden wasn't well, born so well, well no no so it was kind of just a yeah it was just me playing around basically and then it just kind of went from there so so when's your business birthday do you have you got one I don't know <laughs> no I could tell you that, like when I went self-employed when I just jacked the lot in and went yeah you know, when I'm did taking you, the leap yeah. I'm going for it when uh, that, that was in March 2018 wow cool yeah so yeah coming up for four like three and a half yeah. years wow yeah, yeah. best decision is, ever in oh obviously yeah definitely obviously it's not obvious definitely yes no. it is um <laughs> but yeah I mean at the time I think that point of handing you noticing to go, I'm going to do this is petrifying. And even now, even though we're three and a half years down the line, there's still days where I think, have I done the right thing? Is it because obviously there's so much pressure that you put on yourself? I think I don't think it's anything else. No, you know, if you go a day without an order, I'm literally like, that's it. I'm done. 
Everyone's going to order again. And then the next day, it can be absolutely manic again. But for I that know. one day, for those 24 hours, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think you just go completely irrational with all of your thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But it's good. I, I wouldn't change a thing, to be fair. So, yeah. The, that feeling, that is such a, if you run a small business and you're listening, that fear, no, I haven't got an order. Um, you know, and sometimes I'll have a week without an order. And then I'm like, well, I can't really, I've got to get on with the orders I've got. I need to get them out. And as soon as I'm on top of everything, phew, they all it come in. It floods back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. So it's or it's a, a false sense of security. And you think, oh, I've got some time. I can get, you know, I can do this. I can do that. I can start working on some of the stuff. Yeah. And then because you take the foot off the pedal a bit, then it's like, oh, no, now I've not got time to do anything because yeah, I'm absolutely yeah, yeah, swamped yeah. again. Do We spoke about that, like, in the summer, didn't we? We were like, yeah. you know, oh, I'm just taking my time on these couple of orders because yeah. it was quiet. And then I think yeah. we both, you you got, like, loads and loads for something and I got all the teacher gifts. And I was like, why, have I, why haven't I done my accounts? That was quiet. Why yeah, I- well, I'm trying to do my accounts at the minute. I'm off. I, I had a target to finish it before I'm the nearly. end of September, so I'm well past that. <laughs> always have these great ideas <laughs> never gonna never go to plan no no and I love honestly the fact that you've taught you've taught yourself I mean a lot of us are all self-taught um, yeah but you've got to that point now where all you've you've learned everything by yourself but now you've started a course haven't you I have I've started a diploma in fine jewelry so um I'm four weeks in at the minute and it's just to broaden my scope basically so I can go more into intricate designs more like engagement rings eternity rings stuff like that stuff that's going to require more like delicate stone settings and just loads of different techniques so I'm really excited for my collections next year to put everything into practice like and put my own spin on it and my own style so yeah yeah it will be good because I think you, you can you know you can self you can self-taught yourself you can self-teach yourself is that right that's it you can teach yourself you should just teach yourself yourself. (laughs) oh my life anyway so you can teach yourself so far I think and then sometimes you just need that extra little push and I think as well I think it's because it's a diploma that's been signed up for you have to do it Mm. and I think that's the thing you can say in your head right I want to learn how to do this. And yes, you can sit and learn to do it. But then if you're busy with orders and you're busy with getting ready for Christmas and you're busy with your accounts and everything else, that it can just be like, well, I've not got time for that. So it'd be pushed to the side. Yeah. Whereas with doing the diploma, obviously I've had to pay for it. I've got deadlines. I have to do it. I have to make the time to do it, which means that you force yourself to learn the new techniques don't you so yeah and how is it that's how what I was you, going <laughs> how are you learning is it all online so it's yeah so it's all online so each week they um they release a series of videos and um like for you to follow basically to make the different things it's an advanced course so they're obviously assuming that you know the basics of how to make jewelry to do it um and then at the end of each term, we have to submit all of our pieces that we've made for them to be marked. Oh, so wow. it is all properly, yeah. Oh, brilliant. And when do you have yeah. to finish it by? When's it finished? 
Um, so it's the school year, so it'll finish, is it end of June next year? <gasps> so it's a proper, like, mm. it's not just a three-month dash about no, the no. course. Bloody hell, no, that is it's commitment. A full That's commitment. Amazing. Yeah, I'm just worried about this first term because it finishes at the end of November when it's going to be... Mm. Yeah, where we don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sleeping in December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant! That sounds so interesting. I was going to text you the other day and say I really, really want to get myself this ring, um, and I've got such an idea in it. And I think that now I'm going to get you to make it. I'll just get oh, yeah, the because I want a, um, a citrine ring to celebrate, oh, like doing my masters and everything. And I was like. I, really, I think I want Shell to make it now because then when I saw you make those earrings with the little gems and I was like, oh, I think she'll be able to do it. And I think it would mean yeah. more then. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it and we'll yeah, get yeah. it sorted, definitely. Yeah, sounds exciting. Amazing. So do you, like, when did you really fall in love with you? Or do you remember why that's what you fell into doing and why you chose um, that? I think it's just, as I say, because I've always liked doing, like, little arty, crafty things and everything else. Um, I think it was just when I started making it and just all the processes. And then when you see what you've made at the end, mm. it's, uh, yeah, I just love what can be created basically. And there's so much different styles and everything else that's out there. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, I think it's just the finished piece in all honesty. What's your favourite part of the process? If you've got a favourite like section of the process? Um, I don't think I have. I do for you. That's <laughs> why <laughs> I was asking because I love it when you, you watch your reels and you um you do your polishing ones and you're yes. like, oh, what's that? I can't remember. There was something. I think you did a reel with all of the discs ready to be polished the next day or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you do your polishing and then they're just like the most shiny things. And I mean, obviously, it is really shiny. It's around my neck. But I'm like, how did it go? And the thing is as well that you even already, your jewellery is very delicate, some of the pieces. I know you've got your new nuggets out, haven't you? Yeah, um, which, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're absolutely stunning. Um, so you've got, and obviously the the balls, not the balls. Domes. The domes, that's it, the domes. <laughs> but these, they're just like mirrors. They're tiny, tiny, delicate little mirrors yeah. that you transform from you know your raw product to this it's just yeah definitely I think yeah because obviously once everything has been solded it goes up just black basically yeah. and then you've got to get it from that to obviously the finished the finished piece yeah it's amazing yeah I love it I, I absolutely but I think and if any of you listening you haven't got mermaid and dinosaur jewelry you need to get some because I think well, I don't know. I mean, there's lots of people that make handmade jewellery, I suppose, but I don't follow anybody else. So. That's good to hear. <laughs> You're the only one I follow. But I do, we've been mates on Instagram for probably about a year now, something like that, isn't it? Maybe a bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you were after some of my wire art. And the That's reason right. we've got so much is we did a product swap, which if from business to business, when you can do product swaps and you both love each other's products as much as they love you, yeah. something. It's bloody brilliant, isn't it? It is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. I've already, um, because we're in the process of doing the house up as well at the minute. Yeah. And the porch is going to be one of the next projects. And it's not a big project. It just needs a lick of paint and a bit tarting up. But there's a, there's a wall that's just 
empty. And I said to Craig the other day, shall we get some wire that says, get your coat you've pulled? <laughs> that is such a good idea. <laughs> and I was like, but I don't know if it's appropriate at the front of you. <laughs> but then I think we go into, so it's just wait for that one. <laughs> I never thought of that for my own house. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> I need it. Oh my goodness, babe, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Was, I've, got, I've got an order I'm making at the minute that says um we we're trying to think of something really cool to put here or something like that. Like out of wire. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we're waiting for something really cool to put here. <laughs> I was like, that is oh what to put on the wall. That's yeah. amazing. I'll have to find that it's not the exact um I'm only halfway through it. Is it that? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's just so, I'm like, yeah, of course. Why not just put something just, yeah. hilarious on the Just wall. random, yeah. Yeah. But your order was the first one I made in my new, well, it's not new really now, but in the May font, and you were like my yeah. experiment to, this is, what, this is what I want to do. And then, yeah, yours is, is massive. <laughs> it is amazing, though. It looks so good in the kitchen. It really does. <laughs> That's the thing with wire art, though, and we are talking about you, but it doesn't ever look as good in a picture to no, what it does it in real life it. yeah 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 it's weird isn't it whereas yeah. your jewelry if it was after your camera because i do need to get that camera you've got but your jewelry does look as good it's like your pictures Thanks. are amazing <laughs> but it's your camera your camera is really really yeah, good yeah it is a good camera i just need to learn how to um use it properly <laughs> <laughs> no you said you're just on auto <laughs> just on auto <laughs> brilliant brilliant so on your um instagram it says this is what i'm like when i first started following no when you started talking to me about why i was like she's been like featured in tatler and vogue like <laughs> what's she talking to me for how did that come about um i just got emails from them is that it yeah amazing yeah what, what did they say to you like how did it um, i think it was just basically that they were running like different features and just said that they think I'd be a fit and did I want to you know yeah <laughs> oh amazing yeah have so. you got did you buy the magazines and oh, like... yeah well they send them through to you but yeah oh, I've got them on. <laughs> yes. oh. have you been featured more than once yeah. then in both or just uh, both? no so I've got I've, so I've got the Vogue and I've got the Tatler that's amazing yeah and you won yeah. an award last year as well I did I did this year this year this we were year. still in 2021 <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> and we're sick we're trying to work out what it was with it and it's like it's this may year. but it feels this like year yes year. i know <laughs> yeah so what was that for um so that was just i think it's it was just for the midlands um and it was just recognizing different businesses basically um so I won the personalized jewelry specialist of the year they were, they were going to do a big event on a night time so they normally do like an awards evening but because of <clears throat> covid yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen so I just had to um go to a very very posh hotel and collect my award from there and had a little photo and it's uh nice and well it's presented in my workshop at the minute so I've got it on the Aww. on the side oh lovely yeah yeah that's so good yeah oh nice little re- award I was gonna say reward did you get a glass reward of bubbly when you, when you went to go and get your no award? I didn't actually no because it was in the day and obviously there was like there were staggering people through the day so you didn't all mix and oh 
yeah never mind never mind I've still got the I've still got the award so yeah it's fine (laughs) yeah lovely lovely so with where's the so when you've got your diploma and everything what's the direction that you're going to head in like do you see the I suppose with your designs they're going to become more intricate and need more work and you you can expand that way is that where yeah I mean I get quite a lot of messages I mean I've already started making quite a few wedding rings for people anyway so I've done that side of it but then I'm getting people ask me now for like eternity rings and stuff like that so it will just be more on the bespoke side of it so I'll still stick with my range I'm sure it will change and evolve over time anyway um but then it just means that I can offer like different slots to people for for more bespoke work and you know specifically designed for them and custom orders and stuff like that really yeah and where do you think you get your inspiration from for all of your designs like when you come up with the different new stuff I don't know I don't know I don't know I was thinking sometimes I can literally just be like lying in bed and then I just think oh that might look quite nice and then and then I go and have a little play the next day with it or yeah I, I don't really know to be honest that's probably uh, not the best idea is it from someone creative where do you get your inspiration I don't know it no, just... but I it happens to me I'll just lay there and just get an idea apart from the new yeah. pumpkin things that I've done that was from they are amazing ahead. um I was thinking that maybe your inspiration came like you are the camping slash festival queen um mm. and you and your family went away quite a bit over the summer didn't you we did yes um, in the camper yeah and you went to the Glastonbury field is that we the right did, term? Yeah, like campsite? yeah we took the yeah we took the kids to the um yeah the the Glastonbury field site Glastonbury festival site that's the that's one it, after. Yeah. um yeah because they set it up as like a family camping and the kids keep going on that they want to come to Glastonbury because me and Craig like to go and um that was the closest that they're going to get to it until they're old enough to drink (laughs) (laughs) brilliant so how many times have you gone to Glastonbury uh we've been twice we went in 2017 then we went in 2019 and then the 2021 we didn't get tickets which on the day when they went on sale very very nearly got the tickets went through to the booking page and then it just crashed on me so they do sell out really quick so once it then sold out and we didn't get the tickets I, I think I spent the whole day crying I'm not gonna lie. oh bless you I, I was absolutely devastated and then it's obviously been postponed twice so there will be a resale in it's normally about like April time something like that that they do so we've just got to keep everything crossed for the resale and hope that we get tickets for the next one. So, but yeah, 2017 was the first one that we went to. And then, oh, yeah, amazing. I it had, is um, really good. I had visions because obviously I used to be a teacher. I'd be like, oh, well, I can't go unless I'm on maternity leave. So I had this idea that I was going to take Jackson when he was, he would have been nine months old, take him to Glastonbury, get a camper van, get the in-laws to come so I could babysit him, him in the evening and had all these big plans. And then it was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> They're feeding. No, it's not going to work. Like why? You know, when you're pregnant, you have these amazing ideas. Of Great ideas. Going to be. <laughs> so we didn't go. I still really, really want to go because I've gone to loads oh, of other festivals. To go. I've been to like um, 
Benny Kassim in Spain. That was really, really good. Oh, wow. Because um, that was like a beach holiday. And then in the evenings, you went and saw these bands for like the whole night. But yeah, we camped in like the hottest place on earth. So that wasn't good. Sweaty tents and all of that. Oh, so you're um, still camping over there? Yeah. Well, a lot oh, of wow. sensible people get hotels yeah. in... Um, <laughs> In the actual, I'm trying to think of, I think it's near Valencia. I think it's near there. So, yeah, but we didn't because, me, I love to have a bargain. So I'm like, we've got camping for free. Why are we going to pay for a hotel? Idiots. And then, um, (laughs) yeah, then I think, yeah, I bet they've not sweated all night. (laughs) For everyone who doesn't know, we literally sent, um, actually before the summer holidays was more, we haven't got back into it because you've been doing your course, but we literally send voice messages to each other every single day about utter shit. Like, literally, I bet it was, if we had to go back and listen to them voice notes, it's I just because we're... Though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> just absolute shit. But um, the fact that we're just working on our own, and I think this is why you you nurture these friendships that you meet with, you know, Definitely. basically strangers on the internet that you find some kindred spirit with them because they're in the same boat as you. They're working on their own yep. all the time. Yep. And then you realise that you actually are friends, even though you've never met in real It's life. right. It's completely right. And that's the thing, I think, because my job before, because I was literally going around all day, every day to different people, speaking to people. That's what you used to. That's what you, you know, you, well, yeah, you're used to it, aren't you? And yeah. then to go from that to just being on your own. Yeah. It is so different and it, it can it can get lonely. So, yeah, I mean, like yeah. them little voice notes, they're amazing. Yeah, they really, they get you through the day, don't they? They do. I've, this is the reason, one of the reasons I've started the podcast is to save my husband's ears because when he gets in from work, having spoken all day, and then I'm there like, hi, Dan, how are you? What have you done? Well, what, what, did you have a productive day? Did you have a happy day? Did you eat any lunch? <laughs> what did you have? How many coffees you had? And I just literally ask him all these questions. He's like... Shut up! <laughs> I love you. I know you've been on your own, but leave me alone. <laughs> Luckily, Jackson don't stop talking, so he just like natter all the time. But um, yeah, it's one of those things. I really buzz off the doing the podcast because you're just talking to people about amazing things and you know stories and how they started and you know yeah, when yeah. we first started. I think. I mean, there's a lot more independent businesses out there, which is amazing because of how much choice and, um, in, you know, creativity you can get now from just looking on the Instagram of, um, and such a personalised gift. I mean, both of us create personalised bespoke things. Yeah, definitely. That last forever. They last yeah. absolutely. And they've know, got more meaning to them as well, I think. Yeah. And the fact that it's now raised the game in our industries that people value the work and they understand because they're so aware of it now they understand how much work goes into it because I'm sure you're the same as me you have an idea and the first time you do it it doesn't always work yeah you push through it and it's that trial and error and how many times I mean you're probably a pro at this but how many times I might scrape the paint when I'm I'm making a, a certain word and I have to start again and but people value that now. So I feel yeah, like yeah. it's the best time to have an independent business because people will pay what you actually need to earn and value what you've Of course, made. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Good, well, that's the it? thing, because at the end of the day, this is our job, isn't it? So you need to make a wage out of it. It's not 
you you know however much you'd like to do it out of the goodness of your heart at the end of the day we've all got bills to pay haven't we so instead of a full-time job this is our full-time job so you're still working for your money aren't you yeah yeah and when you get those orders I mean I know that you made something for my friend Lauren who's also a wire artist just saying designs and um and she was just absolutely made up with what you made her and I think that's it isn't it the specialness of creating something that has so much meaning to it yeah yeah definitely and it's been made just for you as well that's the thing what would you tell yourself 10 years ago that you wish you knew then but you know now um probably to just not worry about everything like not to worry about everything everything like everything will work itself out like you find your path and just to be yourself really just literally be yourself I mean because that was one of my biggest things when I came into having my own business that you look at what everybody else is doing don't you yeah see what they're doing you think oh should I be doing that or should I be doing that but actually people respond better when you just being yourself I get the most comments when I'm just on stories being myself acting like a dick yeah (laughs) genuinely (laughs) I mean I think I did one story and I was walking over the garden to show a new plant that we'd got and I was like oh just watch the dog shit and the amount of mess like because I I, I hadn't thought about saying it it was just as I was walking I was like oh watch the dog shit as I was walking over it and the amount of messages I got saying I love that you've just said watch the dog shit (laughs) I know that story it's just not it's just normal if anyone's got a dog you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna happen isn't it yeah, yeah. But, yeah just just normal stuff like that people prefer that than you trying to just pretend as though everything's all like rainbows and fairies and you're in like a perfect bubble because nobody is no so no. I think I think that would be a key thing for for me as like owning my business and with it being on Instagram the other thing I probably give myself advice for in 10 years well from 10 years ago to now is get your ass in gear to sort out an email list because I've still not done that so Shell, we know I know, I know. Right, everyone's listening at this but I know follow her on Instagram and demand please subscribe <laughs> please subscribe to our newsletter that she's not even started <laughs> bloody hell we it had gives this... you the option and to be fair oh, it gives you the option when you true. check out so I have got people on there I've never sent an email and I've oh. not got a bit oh, I need to really sort that out you do because yesterday when there was the it Instagram went down out. I know how stupid am I right I read that the whole evening as <laughs> I'm embarrassing to say it now I read it as Instagram and Facebook outrage <laughs> <laughs> and I put an imaginary R in that because I thought everyone's outraged, and the whole time was like, this Instagram, Facebook outrage, and then I was you were thinking, was, what? What are they outraged? What outrage? And then it's actually, it's outage. So I absolutely this morning, like, oh, that makes more sense. But anyway, when that happened, I was like, oh, maybe I should send a newsletter out this evening. See. There you've yeah. always got. So that is massive advice. If you are, we have spoken about this. If you are on an Instagram-based business, if Instagram goes down, where are your people? And they're like, I love the fact that I have got 
those people that I know yeah receiving definitely I do need to do that yeah that needs to be number one I think on my list it's so things to do yeah it should be because only because the easiest way to start getting into it is just regurgitate your posts and your stories from the week so you don't have to think about anything yeah and then if they've missed it on there then at least they're getting it to their inbox aren't they exactly you just reuse the photos and reuse the text and then because not everybody i always think that my posts are going out to seventeen thousand people but they're not no not even going anywhere near near. no way near no no mine are exactly the same and that's the thing i think people look at it and they say oh you know you've got seventeen thousand followers or you've got twenty thousand followers or whatever Mm. but in reality if you look at how many people are actually seeing them you're not you're not reaching 20,000, 17,000 people. No. Because Instagram doesn't show it to them. No. And that that's that's a big um, misconception, I think, from a lot of people on the outside looking in that just assume that, you know, you've got that many people there all the time. Yeah, yeah, but no. No. But no. I've had the last post I've done with the pumpkins had quite a lot of reach. But other than that, it's just... It's not been as, but then I think if you compare to this time last year, everyone had loads of reach and everyone was always on Instagram yeah. because we were hit, hit in lockdown. Miss, isn't it? Of course, yeah. yeah. People are on it less as well, aren't they? Yeah, and now I want to be on Instagram less, not because I enjoy it any less, but I want to see my friends and family and I yeah. want to go and do fun things. And um, yeah, I think it's really important to realise that and not get yourself down about the reach. And this is the thing that you're really That's, good at. Yes, definitely, yeah. You're really good at it, the same as me. We create content that we love to, to make. Like, um, for example, you know, when you your, your haircut reel, you're, when you're doing your singing and dancing, you're doing your, your time lapsing, that shows who Shell is, but also that you love doing it. And that's yeah. why you're posting it, not for what you're going to get from other people no yeah yeah and when I'm on my stories singing to Backstreet Boys genuinely because I love singing to Backstreet Boys (laughs) the amount of time Craig walks up to my workshop and I've got 911 or A1 or Boyzone or Westlife or whoever and I am singing my heart out and he walks in and he goes what are you doing and I'm like leave me alone I'm in my little bubble I'm fine just go and then it'll just like literally look at me like you're a knob and walk out <laughs> was, it. It, was it a conversation didn't you used to love Westlife I'm trying to think it was yeah me. yeah that's it we we're yeah. talking about boy bands and and yeah, the lot of them all of them yeah all of them <laughs> all of hey them. when you said A1 to me though I wasn't A1. I never really liked A1 oh but... but like a rose that's a good song is it <laughs> it's very niche <laughs> that's your next real song then <laughs> honestly i don't think anyone would have probably heard it to be fair i think that, that yeah that's probably the only one song that they had that i liked but i do it's a good one to go to oh yeah 911 though 911 body shaking all oh yeah was, yeah body shaking all over that all over that 13 year old girl yeah i'm all over that <laughs> oh, um, i really adored Boyzone to the point where yes. I was obsessed with Ronan Keaton, like ridiculously obsessed with Ronan Keaton. Not as much as I was ever obsessed with Robbie Williams, by the way, because Robbie Williams has always been number one because I loved her, him for when really? I was like seven, eight. Yeah. See, I was never a Take That fan. 
Whoa. I know. Look at this. those eyes. It was like, what? Did you like E17 then? <laughs> Not massively. Oh, I know. They're, they're, probably, they're probably the only two. I don't, I don't know what it was about them. I don't well, know. Hold on. How old are you? I'm sorry. 36. Oh, you're, yeah, we're the same age. We've yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. E17 and take that. I don't know. Never did it. No. I know. The reason I can't believe I was going to say, do you need to sit down? I am. The reason I can't believe it is like, what other music did you listen to then at that age? I was all Backstreet Boys. Yeah, but Backstreet Boys wasn't out when we were like seven well, and eight. Like, no, that's Take true. that was like, when I was eight, take that was huge do you know i think what it is i think because everyone like take that i was like i'm purposely not going to like them oh you were I one of them want to be yeah. the same as everybody else yep i did so that i with think spice i girls. made i think i did that a little bit with spice girls I'm gonna get so much hate for this i do like i do like some of the spice girls song i'm not gonna yeah. lie yeah but yeah i was never like yeah i don't know I was always, Westlife was a big one for me. I can always remember when Westlife released their first song and they were at our local radio station doing like a, oh my God, I went down. Wow. I've got pictures. I've got a picture of me and Kean and it it will be treasured forever. Oh my God. Can you send me a picture of it? I'll have to find find it in a box upstairs. So now you need to do a read about that. Oh my god! I want to see your face. Yeah. How much joy it would have Honestly, been. Honestly, yeah, boy band day. I loved it. Oh, what a lovely, what a lovely conversation. I've just completely thrown the lot, haven't I? No, it's brilliant. I love it. I love it. But thank you so much. Thank you so yeah. much for for saying you'd All be right. on. And I know that you were really, really nervous as well. But I'm just so grateful that you pushed through the fear. I know, I know, I've enjoyed it, it's been nice Good, good, and we're going to meet up in physical form We are We should book that in, but let's get Christmas done We do, (laughs) yeah, let's get Christmas done first We said that before, but let's book it in for January Because who does anything in January? Yeah, I think we should actually, that's a good Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea, let's let's do it We won't arrange it right now on the podcast, we'll do it (laughs) We will book it in Imagine actually seeing each other in real life It'll be amazing your face <laughs> my god <laughs> everyone can't see the hands i'm doing <laughs> your virtual face <laughs> thank you darling so much that's all right thanks for having me yeah you're very welcome i've loved it i've Good. really appreciated your time thank you so much all right that's all right thanks for having me <laughs> thank you all, all right, right. i'll speak to you later babes bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast, written, produced and hosted by Claire Hill and music has been composed by my brother, Phil Vick.